let us pray father in the name of jesus thank you so much for the opportunity to come to uh, life pool on, on this uh, wonderful occasion of bible month we pray that lord you will speak to us you'll teach us something you'll impart on us something you'll give us direction and you will illuminate before us our lives and our destinies we really thank you we love you and we say thanks a million lord in jesus name we pray amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord i want to bring you uh genuine greetings from my dear wife pastor mercy she's in tengela yeah genuine you know they're but i've actually been sent to say hello and i want to say hello to all of you from pastor mercy amen do you accept his greet her greetings yeah pastor mercy she's in um uh, she's in kitengela right now uh doing some visitations and all that and uh, i want to really thank god for her life amen uh we also here with a few guys from harvest we have pastor anthony there let's appreciate from kahawa wendani harvest family church kahawa wendani then uh pastor um, kanyuera from harvest family church quare and then we have pastor simon from harvest family church kawangware amen and then we have other pastors from harvest family church headquarters let them stand as well and wave god bless you come on let's appreciate them amen god bless you god bless you um today is our small groups uh day and that is why we were not able to come as many as would love to come uh but i'm sure that one of these days we will make it again in this place so like now i have like 12 points i'll preach six so that next time i can be invited to finish the other six so then i can bring some people is that a good idea well, I'm so happy. Thank you, uh, Bishop and uh, Pastor Muniu, Pastor Lau, all of you. Apostolic So I want to thank you. <laughs> Pastor Charles. I love this church. I have been a member of this church from the beginning. Uh, when it was at the upper room on that building. Eh? It's called? Super house, Shamrock, yeah, upper room. Which floor? I, I know it just used to go and go and go and go. And then I was there, I, I remember I was honored to be the one to preach during the lounge of the of Lifeful Chapel. And uh, I've been there in, when, they, when, you, when you moved here, I came when you were, built, when you were doing the, the structure. And so I've been there. I've been there longer than some of you. Uh, and so it's a great blessing to be here. Amen. I, I know that this is your month of uh, wisdom, wealth, and wonders. And I believe that uh, God is going to make it happen in our lives. 
Amen. Amen. So I just want to echo what uh, your pastor has been teaching. And I want to talk about uh, what I call the determinant. The determinant. Amen. <laughs> the determinant. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Ecclesiastes. I know a lot of people cannot pronounce Ecclesiastes. So you should clap for me for pronouncing Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Let me come closer. Like I'm a bishop. Let me come closer. This thing is so huge. It makes me feel a little bit uh, uncomfortable. And now you need refusana, but tapambana nayo. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> this is a church of tall people apart from Pastor Charles, but yeah, that's why we are planting him. Okay. Wow. All right. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. The Bible says, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. Amen. Amen. I want to talk about life is determined by certain things. Success in life is determined by many things, not one thing. You know, you might see a singer who has a beautiful voice and you would say that she is successful because of her voice. You might see a pastor who is successful and we will all say he's successful because of his preaching style. And uh, that is why some years ago, everybody was trying to preach like Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, even the Swahili ones. Eish. And uh, people were, because they, they, you assume that success is in the preaching style. Or you assume that success is in the sing, the voice. Or you assume that success is in the management style or the suits that people dress, the dressing style. But that is not what makes success. Success is made by many things. Many things. A conglomeration of many things. <laughs> a, 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 a cocktail of many things. And, uh, and for you to be successful, some people who are even successful don't know why they are successful. They, don't know, they can't tell you exactly what have I done to be successful. And so you find that um, this thing that we are calling wisdom, um, wealth, and wonders is a mixture of so many things for us to be successful. Now, you must believe that it is the will of God for you and I to succeed in life. Well, of course, we also have to define what success is to you and to God and what that really means. But uh, uh, to be really successful, there are many things that must be in place. So that is why the word, the determinants. What is it that determines success? A, determinants, a determinant is a characteristic or a virtue that determines the outcome of everything. A determinant is a characteristic of virtue 
that determines the outcome of everything that you do. So in whatever area that you're, you are in or you're doing or whatever area or whatever thing you're doing, are you really successful? And, and I've come to see that anybody who feels that they are successful, they are deceiving themselves because there's always somebody who's doing better than you in the same field that you are in. So every area of life is therefore affected by determinants is affected by determinants. Both spiritual and unspiritual things are governed by determinants. All right? So the outcome of your life is governed by the determinants. The outcome of your ministry is governed by the determinants. The outcome of your business is controlled by the determinants. The outcome of your job, everything that you can mention about, is um, governed by uh, some determinants. What are these determinants? Romans chapter 8 verse 28, the Bible says, and we know that all things, Romans chapter 8 verse 28, the Bible says we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Now a lot of times we read these scriptures for people who are going through a hard time and we tell them all things work it together for good. But the truth is, all things work it together for good for whatever. For whatever it is that you're involved in. If you're in business, all things work it together. There are things that must work together for your good to come. Can I hear an amen? amen. So usually, a number of factors are responsible for the success of any and ever. It takes more than one thing to make anything work well. So if you're doing only one thing and you find that in the church there are people who just pray. All right? After prayer, they sleep. You know, so they are there binding Satan and saying they're not successful. But they're waiting on God. But the truth is, actually some non-believer, a certain billionaire friend of mine, was telling me that God feeds all the birds of the air. He is the one who takes care of them. But he does not bring the food to the nest. The bird must leave the nest. This is an unbeliever who was talking to me. He told me that unless you leave the nest, you, God will not bring food to you. So even though God feeds all the birds of the air, they must leave the nest. I want you to touch your neighbor, tell your neighbor all things. They are working together for your good. Amen. And I'm praying that today, no matter what you're going through, may it begin to work together for your good. Hallelujah. Be it a problem, a problem in your marriage, be it a problem in your finances, be it a problem. All things are working together for my good. Oh, I can stop right there. I think I'm tired. I was told when I'm tired. So am I might talking to somebody in the house. Everything is working together for my good. All things, all things. Amen. Now, a common mistake most people make is that they are impressed by one feature of a successful person. But you must believe today that all things work together for good. Once the, the actually successful people, it is what they don't say that really makes them successful. So you must be very observant to be able to know 
What is it that is making them successful? It's not what they are saying. It is most likely what they are doing. Not what they are saying. Alright? Oh yes. It must be something that they are doing or that they are not saying. Amen. So Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 is a simple scripture which teaches us and declares that speed, strength, wisdom, understanding and skill usually determine the outcome of anything. So the determinants that I would have loved to talk about is speed, strength, wisdom, understanding, and skill. Because the Bible says, I returned under the sun, under the sun, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, speed, swift. Speed. Now, you might be wondering, why is he saying that the race is not to the swift? Or like people who are fast is not necessarily the ones who win. It is not what he's saying. It is what he's not saying. Are you listening to me in that scripture? He says the race is not to the swift speed. No, the battle to the strong strength. Uh, no, uh, bread to the wise wisdom. That teaches you that actually the people who are wise would never lack bread. Uh, I might talk to somebody in the house. If you have wisdom, you will never lack wisdom. You never lack bread. You never lack money. Yeah, the major problem in the church today, everybody is praying, is saying, "I bind Satan, whatever," but it's money. When you go deeper, you'll see that what is really troubling and stressing people is financial need. You have need for money. But the lack of money is a sign of lack of wisdom. No riches to the men of understanding. And you all know that wisdom and understanding go hand in hand. And that is why you can be here for 30 days. But if you lack wisdom and understanding, everything that is being taught is wisdom. But for you to be able to implement it, you need to understand it. Alright? Now, a lot of people in the church, they don't have the ability to understand things. Actually, one of the prayers that I always lead the people in the church, Lord, give me understanding. Because in all you're getting, you should get understanding. You, whatever is taught, I must understand it. So a lot of people can be shouting, amen, I receive it, I take it. Oh, you're blowing me away. Oh, B for blowing me away. <laughs> w for where, where. But are you understanding, like, what, what, is, what they are trying to say, where, where? What is that? What is it trying, what are they trying to tell you? What is the understanding behind the word, where, where? Because he's trying to show you that Bishop has the authority and the wisdom to, to correct me. To tell me, you, don't do that. That is the wisdom behind it. But you can actually make it a joke and miss out the whole point and understanding. Hey, I, I feel like I'm speaking already. Understanding. No favor to men of skill. So that is skill. Skill is also uh, something that makes you favorable. You are favored because of skill. People will call you because you can solve a problem. 
you are skillful. You have a skill to solve a problem. If I can touch your, your, your computer and solve a particular problem on your computer, I will refer, you will refer me to somebody else. I will find favor in your sight because I was skillful in what I'm doing. Now we have people in the church who don't have skill. Or even if they have skill, they have it at the lowest percentage. So they don't find favor. So ladies and gentlemen, this scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 teaches us that common determinants of life can be set aside because time and chance, all right, could neutralize the effects of these determinants. So that is what it says that time and chance happens to them all. That means that time and chance has the potential to neutralize the effects of all these determinants. So God can intervene and cause you to have far more than you deserve. A powerful curse could also change the outcome you expect. Indeed, how true that is. There are people who work hard and fast, but are still very poor. All right? There are, people, there are many people who are excellent singers who have amounted to nothing in this world. There are many powerful preachers who don't have much of a crowd to preach to. There are many excellent footballers who do not have a team to play in. It takes more than just being a good player to have a good outcome in your career. So Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 is a beautiful scripture and it, it reveals that speed often determines the winner of a race. However, time and chance once set aside all the known determinants of a race. When the slowest swimmer in an Olympic game won the gold medal, all the other swimmers were disqualified by a false start. Alright? There was a, 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 the slowest swimmer won but the, all the ones who had won who finished before him were disqualified because of a false start. So time and chance happened for this small, uh, slowest uh, swimmer. And that is what a lot of people in church are praying for. That others may be disqualified and we may be disqualified. You are trying to bring in time and chance. Can I hear an amen from somebody? <laughs> so Ecclesiastes, <laughs> this chapter uh, 9 verse 11. Are you now getting what time and chance is all about? So it, that it teaches that wisdom, understanding are common determinants for prosperity. It reveals how people who are bothered to give themselves to learning and growing in understanding will prosper. However, however, time and chance have also been known to wipe out the effects of this determinants. There are many learned professors who are very poor while some uneducated footballer are millionaires. Do you know them? They are, they are millionaires because of time and chance. However, that does not negate that these things, speed, um, uh, strength, wisdom, understanding are actually the ones that determine our success, our doing well. Amen. So today, in the few minutes that I have, let me talk about the determinant called wisdom. Because it's your month of wisdom. How is it that wisdom, what is this wisdom, what can it do for me? 
All right? Wisdom. What is it that it can help me to become? Why should I pursue wisdom? Why should I look for it? Why should I pay for it? Why should I love it? Why should I seek for it? All right? Why should I pursue it? Why do you come to church? Why do you sit under tutelage of your pastor to hear what he has to say? He's trying to impart wisdom and knowledge in your life and understanding so that it can bring out a certain result that you will never get if you don't have it. There are many people who are walking by here, walking around here, who are walking around here and even laughing at you because you're in church. But you who are in church are receiving wisdom. You are receiving knowledge. You are receiving understanding. And that is why the Bible calls us the light of the world. You must come out of these doors and go out there and make it happen. Because you are not an ordinary person. You are a man of wisdom. You are a man of understanding and knowledge. Can I hear an amen? amen. Now, now, wisdom is not knowledge. You can be, you can be knowledgeable, but foolish. Alright? And unwise. Alright? So, but wisdom does not operate without knowledge. You will need knowledge so that you can have wisdom. But you can have knowledge without wisdom. Now, the, the knowledge, wisdom is the ability to take what you know and put it into practice. And that is why our leaders in this country could be knowledgeable, but they don't have wisdom. All right? Can I hear an amen? amen? Because every leader in this country has traveled. You have gone to Dubai, you have gone to China, they have gone to America, and they have seen how roads are built, they have seen how buildings are built, they have seen how gutters are built. But when they come back here, when the plane touches Jomo Kenyatta Airport, everything disappears. They are unable to use what they learned there and bring it practically into effect here on, on this in this country. All right? That is why we have open gutters. You will never see an open gutter in Dubai. You will never see an open gutter in, in I don't know, China, but in America, in, in the UK. You will never see an, do you know an open gutter like Izimitaro? You will never see something that is open. Do you understand? They know how to build them and cover them. All right? You'll never, you'll never see, I mean, they, they, you'll never see a policeman with a gun in the UK. They never walk with guns because they, ha they have certain knowledge and wisdom of implementing certain things. Now, you are where you are because of your ability or inability to implement your knowledge. Am I talking to somebody in the house? Yeah, so you might be taught so many things. You have been taught about breaking the back of luck. You have been taught about uh, 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 wisdom. You have been taught so many things in this church because your pastor is a teaching pastor. You have been taught honor. You have been taught, but to implement it. Do you understand? To implement it. That's where the, the, the problem is. You can see this is a dream of theaters. It's a dream theater. And it's a platform for visionaries. You have been here, you have been, and you have no vision even up to now. Or you have not been able to really point out your vision and tell us what your vision is. 
Oh, I don't know whether I'm speaking or I'm, I'm just eating. Uh, I'm, I'm swallowing saliva. Am I, am I speaking here? Can I continue to speak or you are tired of my many words? Uh, yeah. So you must be able to have wisdom. And you can pray for wisdom. You can seek wisdom. Wisdom is sought after. If there is a prayer I pray every day of my life is Lord, show me what to do. Lord, give me wisdom. I need to know what to do so that I can be able to succeed and do well. Amen. Amen. So, wisdom is a great determinant. Now, what is it that you should know about wisdom? Number one, wisdom determines your position and rank in a nation. Wisdom determines your position and rank in a nation. So, if you want to rise in rank, and you know your rank in this nation. You know. And I know. Every person knows their rank. Yeah. So, some people, your rank is a hustler. Some people, your rank is a simio. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know your rank in the nation. You know your rank in the nation. But what will move you out of obscurity to notoriety to significance is the wisdom that you are able to use can i hear an amen? amen so that is what determines so a study case is joseph in the bible joseph wisdom determined who he became in the land of egypt he was in a foreign land but his ability and his wisdom raised his rank in the nation and he became the prime minister of the nation through wisdom, you will become an important person in your country. Amen. Oh, I thought I would hear an amen. amen. I'm praying that after today, something will come upon you that will cause you to be highly sought after because you're a man of wisdom. You have solutions. Can I hear an amen? amen. So what was Pastor Faith doing here? She was trying to say, I have a solution. Thank you. <laughs> I have a solution for your children. She's trying to do something with the wisdom that she has learned or she has known or the need that she has seen that she wants to solve. So it is that wisdom that will cause her to be elevated in this country. You are going to be a prominent and an honorable person in your nation through the wisdom of God. Can I hear an amen? amen? Genesis chapter 41 verse 38 to 41 is where Joseph, uh, the story of Joseph is there. And the Bible says, and Pharaoh, uh, Genesis chapter 41 verse 38 to 41. The Bible says, and Pharaoh said to his uh, servants, can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the spirit of God? I mean, we are the most tongue-speaking spiritual people. Color, we vibrate like a tractor. We pray while clapping and all those things. I do them. I do them. But I'm praying that these things that we do are going to bring out what we carry inside of us. And we are going to have the wisdom of what we carry to bring it out and use it. Oh, I think I'm in the wrong church. Maybe, maybe I should go back to Rongai and preach there. Am I in the right place? Should I teach or should I not teach? 
Am I talking to somebody in the house? I am here to prophesy in your life that you are days of being unknown and being just an ordinary man. They are coming to an end in the name of Jesus. May you be highly sought after. Can I hear an amen? Sit down, I tell you something. You know, we have come to a point whereby we are mocked as Christians for praying. Even now, people are saying, oh, a nation is not changed by prayer, whatever. But it's because you don't know history. You don't know history of Europe. You don't know the history of um, all these mighty countries, America. All of them, they were such a praying nation. They were such a spiritual nation. And they prospered. Because there is no way you can be so close to God and be ordinary. You will become prosperous. They prospered because they drew closer and closer to God. And they became men whom the spirit of God was in them. All the American main leaders, all of them, behind their dollar is written in God we trust. When you go to the UK, the guys there used to be so spiritual. That country used to be so... All the great men that we talk about, John Wesley, whoever, they all came from there. So that is why their countries are full of progress and prosperity. But now, after some time, they forsook God and they went now to, into their own ways. And now their countries are also deteriorating. Yes, they have roads, but they are deteriorating. They have high-rise, but they are deteriorating. And that is what happens in our churches today. God can lift you. A pharaoh of our time can say, I want so and so who is full of the spirit of God. The moment you go, we are never going to see you back in this church again. And when God sees that that is your, 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 your heart condition, you remain grounded. Because God is not interested with your wealth. God is interested with your soul. And so if he's going to bring you before great men and lose your soul, I am telling you, I meet, I meet, I look, I, by the grace of God, I meet a lot of rich guys. And I've come to realize that many of them were in church. Oh, many of them were in church. Even recently I was with this tech guy, he's making, doing very well. And I realized that he was actually a, a church boy in Eldoret. He was doing very well in the church. And then I asked him, where did things go wrong? And he says, I don't know. And I told him, I know. It is when you started making money. You did not have the mental fortitude. You did not have the capacity to contain the blessing of God. And therefore, you walked away from the Lord. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that the Bible says that the, the king said, I, where can we find such a one who has a, a man in whom is the spirit of God? And that person is you. Alright? Verse 39. That person is you. Because you have been have you been praying? Have you been listening to the word? Are you a carrier of the Holy Spirit? That person is you. Then the Bible says, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, 
you, you see, like, for example, let me just, there is a PS in the government who was in the, in the former government and is in this government. No, no, I will not mention names. Are we online? Yeah. Then I will not mention names. But, but the sister is my, is my neighbor. So I'm, I, meet, I meet him all the time. But I had not known how this guy came to be until I met the parents. The parents are very godly, very spiritual. The mother, the sister, all of them. I think even him, he was at some point very spiritual and very godly. And he came up with a huge concept that the previous government and the current government needed. And he's the one who carries that idea. So they could not fire him in this other government. They had to put him in into the other government. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? So that is what this scripture is saying. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and as wise as you. And that may you become this Joseph in the name of Jesus. Then verse 40, the Bible says what? Verse 40, continue. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. Verse 41, the Bible says, and Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. What happened? His, his wisdom changed his position and rank from being in the prison to becoming the second in command in the country. May you be that person. Alright? Do you believe you can be that person? Proverbs chapter 4 verse 8. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 8. Exalt her wisdom and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. She shall bring thee to honor. When you embrace her. She shall bring you to honor when you embrace her. Number two. What is another thing you should know about wisdom? So the first one is, it will promote you in your nation, isn't it? Your position and rank in your nation. Number two, wisdom determines your ability to stay in an elevated position. When you are elevated, which is what I was just saying right now, a lot of people don't have the wisdom to stay there. So what keeps you up? Wisdom. What brings you up? Wisdom. What keeps you up? Wisdom. The wisdom of going up is not the same wisdom of staying up. So you must continue to be in the presence of God. You must continue to be in the presence of teaching. You must continue to be in the presence of honor. You must continue to be in the presence of, 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 of humility. So that you can always be a person who's receiving wisdom that helps you to stay elevated. Can I hear an amen? So through wisdom, you will remain in your exalted position. You, <coughs> amen. Excuse me. You will not go up and come down suddenly. Alright? Through wisdom, whatever God has given you will be preserved. Amen. Whatever God has given you will be preserved through wisdom. David was able to sustain his newfound national hero status. He remained a hero till he died because he behaved himself wisely. Indeed, it is wisdom that makes you stable. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 14 and 15. 1 Samuel chapter 18 and verse 14 and 15. 
Alright. I'm about to finish. Don't worry. I'll just give you four of my points. No, I'm not sure. The Bible says, and David behaved himself, behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Lord, I can't hear you. And the Lord, wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. He was afraid of him. All right. The man behaved wisely and the Lord was with him. Isaiah 33 verse 6. Powerful scripture right there. Isaiah 33 verse 6. It says, And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. Shall be the stability of thy times. So do you want to remain elevated? Do you want to go up and remain up? You must seek wisdom, I tell you. You must do what? Seek wisdom. You must look for wisdom. You can never be at a point in your life where you say, I am wise. You, a wise person is a humble person. And a humble person is a teachable person. A teachable person is somebody who stays under, the, under a tutor for years. For years without getting familiar. Listening and learning. Listening to messages. Following. Listening. Listening and listening. For years. Until the message begins to work inside of you. To be able to be elevated. And one of the things that you must understand is that God gives you pastors, prophets. The people that he has given you as your shepherd are given to you to help you, to teach you in knowledge and wisdom. I don't know whether it's Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 5 or something. He says, and I shall give you shepherds after my own heart who will teach you knowledge, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. That's the work of your pastor. To feed you knowledge and understanding. The work of your pastor is not to pay your school fees. Is not to pay your rent. The work of your pastor is to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Because once I have knowledge and understanding. Wisdom becomes something that is really uh, 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 automatic. And when I have it. It becomes the stability of my time. Oh. Is it making sense? Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I see you rise and I see you stay up by wisdom. But what do we have in the church today? We have one night wonder. I don't know whether they are called one night wonder or one stand wonder or one night stand. I don't know whether what is called. Something, there is one, there is a wonder and a one and a stand somewhere. Am I talking? <laughs> yeah. You see that. You see. Uh, you know. I, I'm not against your car, please. I'm not attacking anybody's car. But you see that somebody has a nice, beautiful Range Rover. All right. But it, 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 <laughs> I don't know who it is. <laughs> I'm not attacking the Range Rover, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> A nice, wonderful V8. Okay, let me mention V8. Alright? But you can't, because you made one, you, you hit one, one deal. Alright? So you ran and bought a V8, which you cannot pay for its insurance. Do you understand? 
Now you you are on third party. All right, on the same on on the V8, make a mistake about the border because this is Africa. You you will always you always uh, be on meet about the border, and they will might hit your 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 light. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who has uh, a certain Mercedes Benz, and recently somebody about the border hit the light. All right, when they went to look for that light. It was 730,000. One light. Yeah. Now, that Mercedes Benz is, is the same as my Benz, by the way. So when I had that, I had already said, ah, easy, ma, 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 ma comprehensive, ni, 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 ni kukula tuwa nakula pesa. I had already said that. I called my agent immediately. I said, put it on comprehensive. Yeah, when, I, when he was telling me, that, I felt like God was speaking to me. Do you understand? That is now how wisdom operates. By the way, wise people learn more from foolish people than foolish people learn from wise people. Say it again. Oh, yes. That is why the Bible teaches us that I was walking, you know, by the, the whatever of a foolish person. And then I understood. When I looked at a foolish person, a little sleep, a little slumber, and poverty will come. A wise man learned a lot from a foolish person. But when you are a foolish person, and, and there are many in the church, that's why there is no prosperity in the church. There are, and there is a lot of poverty in the church. You will be there criticizing the pastor. You will be there looking at your watch because you are not aware that wisdom is being relayed to you. It's not a currency. It's not something tangible. I think you're tired of my message. Actually, a lot of foolish people, they get tired. Well, they say, this is too much English. Sips <laughs> 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 drink. Am I talking to somebody in the house? So wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. Lift up your hands and say, Oh Lord, I pray for wisdom. Give me wisdom for my generation, for my time. In the name of Jesus. Receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. A man of wisdom will build. A man of wisdom will progress. A man of wisdom will stay elevated. Can I hear an amen? amen? Number three. Number three. Glory to God. Wisdom. Wisdom. Number seven. You think so? I'll call you to say it. <laughs> Number three. Wisdom determines your place in ministry. You have no place in ministry because you lack wisdom. Wisdom will determine your place in ministry. Alright? Paul's wisdom determined his place in ministry. 
Your wisdom will determine how far you will go in ministry. It is only through wisdom that you will build a ministry that will outlast you. Yeah. It is only through wisdom that you will build a ministry that will outlast you. That is why the Catholic, instead of criticizing them, you should rather see that they are very wise. <laughs> You, your work is to criticize them. At You should keep quiet. These people, they wear the same clothes every Sunday. From Vatican to, to uh, uh, Timbuktu. Uh, or Doldol. They have built a stone church. Even in the, in the, in the, the deepest place. Yeah. Tordonyan. Tondonyan. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether it's a place, but if your pastor says it's a place, it's a place. Yeah. You guys of speaking in terms. Kabayaba. Just the uniform of ushers. You have a problem to wear the same uniform. These Catholics, they are singing the same music. Same song. Same sermon. From Vatican to old Donyang Yang, the where, where your pastor says Donyanga. Wisdom has given them a long lasting ministry without tongues. Kwanza Mimi, I'm uh, the most, I have come to see the most stupid people is us. I'm not removing myself, I'm part of you. Because we are the ones who quickly leave the church. Yeah. We are the only ones that God speaks to us. Our season is over yeah. in this church. Yeah. The Catholic, the Catholic priests, they are even found sodomizing. People don't they say I'm a Catholic. Yeah, yeah. They don't say, ah, come a, come a priest and a sodomize me to kakato. Mean menda, nimenda, 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 sitam. No, 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 no. They stay there. They drink with their pastor. <laughs> no, it's true. By the way, I was called for. <laughs> I was called for a function by a Catholic. When the priest finished, he removed his clothes, and the guy, the owner of the of the of the function, he went now for the top de la cream. Alcohol type, and he said, yeah, These ones are for the pastor. <laughs> we are becoming oh, yeah, <laughs> I am telling you. I went to Meru one time to preach in Meru, some church. When I when, when they finish, the, the Catholic pastor, when he finishes, he comes out. The guys have brought Mira as, as, their, as their offering. So it is the pastor's work to eat the mirror. <laughs> he comes out and starts. I'm not saying it's the best thing. Uh, it's the right thing. But I'm just trying to say that they are stable. Despite of the challenges that they have. But us, when you hear our members, they have gone to the mountain. I've gone to the mountain to pray. Just tell them bye-bye. Because once they come down from the mountain... They have a new direction for a new church and a new pastor and a new something. 
And God never speaks to them to leave their job. God only speaks to them to leave their church. Okay, let me go home. I think uh, you, are, you are angry at me. You are not ready for me. Maybe I should go and preach in Somalia. <laughs> I come this side. <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down. You are blocking the big shots at the back. No, you are blocking the big shots. They are the big shots. They are the rich guys of the church. So. <laughs> hey! Am I saying the truth or not? Yeah? I'm preaching. And I'm teaching. We are the ones that we, we are the most petty. You see somebody, the boss is even trying to sleep with her. Do you understand? Even the, the boss just spanked her before she came to church. But God never speaks to her to resign from work. <laughs> the boss is spanking her. And I'm going to be ah. Boss, you know I'm a Christian. I say, ah, even me, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I bind the spirit of foolishness in our churches. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Pentecostals. Guys of Kababa. If if this if this Bible month was in a Catholic church, it would be full. Yeah. And there is not the, the the Catholic priest is not even sharing them. He's not does not does not have points. Yeah. No, is that then he says in the holy book he says wisdom and knowledge will be thy stability of your time and the strength of salvation the fear of the Lord is his treasure and then he says it is time for sacrament and then everybody and it's time for offering I went to sit and I give you another story yeah there are months of Lent full and this is the length of life pool. Mm. And you will not come. Yeah. And they are not online. They go. The, the, the Catholic is not online. Even when it's online, it's the, it's the, it's the Pope. He's speaking a language you cannot understand. And they are following. And when they see the Pope, ah, they cry. Yeah, they cry. They kiss his ring. If we came tomorrow and said, I'm the Pope of this church, kiss my ring. You say, ah. They want us to worship him. Hey, I bind the foolishness of the Pentecostal church. I'm telling you. Yeah. It must change. Am I talking to somebody in the house? 
I went to my cousin's um, uh, uh, event where uh, I think they were either thanking God for something, a Thanksgiving in his house. He's not even far, he's here at Nazareth. When I got there, I mean, the, the, the priest, I found it was now time for him to sprinkle water on the guys. Actually, I, when I saw he's coming, I, I, I ran out, then I came back. <laughs> but the guys were there happy to be sprinkled water. Yeah, he was moving, he was with a fly whisk or something. He was and they were there receiving it. Yeah. When we wash you a bit, we say, come here, you are sleeping. You get angry. Now, uh, 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 then it was time to bring Thanksgiving offering. So they even called me to carry some things. There were things. The first one on the and I'm not I'm not look, don't I'm just giving you information of what I saw. Okay. Don't say he's trying to say this is good or this is bad. They carried um, wine. My cousin was the one carrying the wine. New. It was the number one in front. Full Mzinga. Then then now there were all this food stuff. All the food stuff. So I was wondering, so now this is going to go to the church and to the poor people. And he said, no, 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 no. You wait. So we were there dancing. We bring it to the, to the priest. He takes it. They put us, his armor bearer picks it. So after, after the service, I saw them putting in his boot. He told me, you see, I was telling you, See where our maskini niake. I end a Yeah. In Karen, they own most of the places in Karen. Karen. When you are a priest, it doesn't matter from which country you come. If you land and you want to sleep, a place to sleep, you just walk in into a Catholic facility. Whatever. Whichever that knows you. Ladies and gentlemen. Your rank in the ministry is determined by wisdom. If we stop being foolish in the Pentecostal realm and in the Pentecostal circles, we are going to rise in ministry. If everybody that ever was in this church stayed, I'm telling you right now, we would be buying a property, we would have bought a property and built, or even this property and built. Yeah. But because of lack of wisdom, there is no stability for the people in the church. Hey. And finally, no, I'll give you six next time. Number four, wisdom. Your wisdom determines your ability to work in important places. Your wisdom determines your ability to work in important places. Wisdom determines your ability to prosper in the midst of kings, foreigners, and even politicians. Wisdom determines your ability to prosper in the midst of kings, foreigners, and even politicians. And who is our study person? Daniel chapter 1, 19, verse 19. Daniel chapter 1. Wisdom gives you the ability to, to work in important places. Yeah? 
Wewe Mungu akikufungulia mlango saa hii uende hata state house. Utachoma mbaya. Utachoma. The, 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 the level of foolishness, the things you say with your mouth. Uh. The Bible says then the king interviewed them. And among them all, none was found like Daniel. And look, these are guys of prayer. Daniel used to pray three times a day. Yeah, it was his custom. So, Hananiah, Mishael, these are the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore, they served before the king. They served before the king. They served before the king. Verse 20. Then the uh, verse 20 and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them he found them ten times better than all the magicians and the astrologers who were in all his realm yeah ten times better oh yeah that is why you must seek wisdom and become 10 times better than anybody. When they call you, when you're talking to the president, when you're talking to the senator, when you're talking to the governor, when you're talking to that CEO, they will say there is something about this guy. He is 10 times better than the people I have. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is why I encourage people to speak English. Speak English in your interactions. Speak English in the toilet. Speak English, just sio kuongea ati na kulombo tofu, ati unanjua na kombando tofu, mamamando tofu, asijui nini ntofu, ati kukukundo tofu, asijui ndindindindi tifu. Zasa yo ni nini, ati nikikukundundu tofu, unandindi tifu, kana mandita tafu. Zasa yo utaenda wapi? Nayo. Where are you gonna go there with that? You see, you lack vision, you lack, you lack inspiration, you lack uh, faith. You don't believe that something good is going to happen. And by the way, let me tell you something. It is the, the level of your preparation is what determines whether God is going to bless you. Where, what you are doing in the secret place is what determines whether God is going to bring you into a place of greatness. He, God knows the books you read. God knows the language you use. God knows the thinking you have. And he knows that you are not ready. I want you to ask yourself a question. If you met the person that you have always wanted to meet. To be in his presence. Let's say you want to meet Jeff Bezos. If you ever came into. There are people you should not meet now. Yeah. After taking a picture. What next? If you meet them now. Even just the, the, the. the, 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 the way you present yourself, the way you, you know some people you can see that they are full of pride. Pride, and you have nothing. It's called idiopathic pride. That is pride that has no purpose or reason. You see, if you have a bicycle, or you can be at least somehow a bit proud. <laughs> Sasa, you don't even have a six-pack. Hey! Auna kitu. 
But the level of pride is called idiopathic. You can't lift up your hands in the church. You can't dance. You can't shout because you feel like that is too low for you. Yeah, you have what we call idiopathic pride. Ata ile chain umeva ni fake. Ukioga nayo itatoka rangi na itakuwa silver. Na inakupea rashes. I am here to call you back to wisdom. Come out of your foolishness. Come out of your nonsense. Humble yourself before the Lord. And he will lift you up. Shout amen if you believe it. I said shout amen if you believe it. I want you to look for three people and tell them we are coming out of foolishness. Into wisdom. Oh, tell your neighbor we are coming out of foolishness. Into wisdom, wisdom. And wisdom will determine where you work. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout amen. amen. Sit down, I, I, I say something. You know, when, when I, was, I was growing, and I'm still growing, in my ministry, and when I, I was nothing, we used to live here in Comorock. I used to be in my room, teaching myself how to preach, alone. I used to be there praying alone sweating. I would look at the mirror and I would say, I want to bring the gospel. I've come from Kenya. I'll be there. Yeah, prophesying, speaking, preaching like I'm preaching in America or preaching in another country. Yeah. And all those things have come to pass. Yeah. I would buy books and read. Sit with a book and read. Write notes. Preach from the notes. Yeah. Because it is preparation. When preparation meets opportunity, that's what people call luck. They say luck. I'm, I'm, this guy is lucky. No, they don't know what you are doing. That is what David used to do at the backside of the desert. So if you have a dream, if you have a vision, if you want to go places, when nobody knows you right now, read your books. When nobody knows you right now, pray for hours. Pray for hours. Yeah, be serious. Pray, pray for hours. Hours in prayer. Not I'm praying to see whether I should be in life, but that is nonsensical prayer. If you are here, you are not by accident. You should remove such nonsense from your head. Now begin to pray about your destiny and your future. And the words that you are taught here. Pray, pray with them. Pray about them. Don't be praying at you. Um, am I supposed to be in lipo or not? Use am I supposed to? You never hear somebody saying that. Pastor, wow, ni boring. Dry. Dry. Do you understand? Maybe it's called, maybe you're doing idiopathic prayer. Prayer that is not really purposeful. It is time, instead of meeting people within the group to discuss church, to discuss at the Pray, pray, 
na wife yake anakuwa tu brown 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 hao watu wako na do sana ni do yetu wanakula hiyo ni ujinga umeleta kwa kanisa your destiny needs to change you must change your conversations you must change your thinking patterns you must change your dressing you must change how you present yourself you must change how you behave you must humble yourself before the lord and he will lift you up god bless you i think i'll finish preaching for now so prepare yourselves for a great move of god in your life why don't you stand up in your on your feet and just pray for a minute and tell the lord lord tell the lord lord fill me with wisdom i need your wisdom oh lord any foolishness in me i uproot it in the name of jesus let me be a man of wisdom a man of understanding in the mighty name of jesus open your mouth for a minute and pray that prayer lord i want to be a man of wisdom a man of understanding oh shambala badu yambala balabala shambada bakatalabaza rambala bakapala manalabaza rambala bashambala manalabaza I want to walk in wisdom. Oh, I want to live a life full of wisdom. Shimbala badi bandala bada mandala bada. Oh, shambala mandala baza. Thank you. Thank you.
Un salama niyo Asili ya wema Nitatua mziko wapo thank you for your cross right there is there where we lay down our burdens and father as life pool we come before you to ask you to release your spirit of wisdom upon us that you may begin to expand and enlarge us we love you father so much we honor you Lord release the spirit of wisdom in Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout amen. Shout a better amen. Please be seated. I want us to give an offering. give an offering and I want you to give a purposeful offering I want you to tell God I'm giving you an offering that you may change my financial world I want to give an offering that you may change my financial world you know why things don't change for many of us wait don't give yet because you want to give what you always give so you know, one of the things that, that makes us not change is because everything we do, we don't do it with deep seriousness and understanding. I want you to give an offering with a deep, serious understanding and purpose. Like, I'm not just throwing my money away. I want to give as a seed. I'm sowing a seed for wisdom. I don't want to walk in foolishness. I wish you know what wisdom can do for you. Oh yes. I wish you know what wisdom can do. So I want you to sow a deep seed that will say, you know what? I don't want to walk in foolishness. I want to walk in wisdom. Amen? Amen. So can you go and sit and give your offering, please? Thank you. by the way. I hope your offering will be sounding the same. This church can sing, man. So take out a nice offering as a seed. Father, I bless the giving of your people in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to wave whatever it is that you're using to give. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say it with, with power. Say, in the name of Jesus. With this offering, I make a transaction from poverty to riches. From foolishness to wisdom. I sow this seed as my seed of wisdom. I give it by faith. And I receive by faith the spirit of wisdom. 
in Jesus mighty name and everybody said can I hear better amen amen please let's come and give in Jesus name God bless you if you're giving via your phone you can come and touch this basket here as as we give in Jesus mighty name amen the next voice you're going to hear is your pastor's voice thank you so much for inviting me and uh, for having me and sitting down to listen amen God bless you you may come and give come and give come and give God bless you and thank you so much Bishop at the cross at the cross where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled For those of you who are joining us online, we would go ahead and give on the number there, 200 We want to pray that as you are giving, may the giving go beyond the offering and into your future. And touch your future in Jesus' name. Why don't you pray for the online church as they sign out? Father, we thank you and we bless you. We pray that the wisdom your servant has downloaded and released, that it is not just words. It is the wisdom for wonders. It is the wisdom that turns men and gives them advantage. It is the wisdom that positions. It is the wisdom that stabilizes. It is the wisdom that gives permanence to status, that we shall not be fluctuating, but we shall stay at the place that you have ordained for us. We thank you and we bless you for joining us online in Jesus' name. And those of you in the house, give the online church a hand clap offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.